Welcome to another podcast by Guns and Yellow Ribbons. This is your Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. This is uh, where we do something slightly different. We do a Guna to Guna. It's a chat with one of the guys from the podcast or from the website. Uh, find out a little bit more, more about them and how they tick. So sit back and enjoy the show. Remember, check out our other content on gunsandyellowribbons.com. Hello and welcome to Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Uh, this is a Gooner to Gooner chat, and on this t- this occasion, uh, I am talking to one and only uh, Mr. Sulk himself, the the, the velvet voice that is uh, Manny. Manny, how you doing? I'm doing great, mate. How are you, Fergie? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Seem to be doing a lot of this shit at the minute. <laughs> oh yeah, man, it's fun. Excuse, it is good fun. It is good it's fun. fun. Yeah, man. So I sent you a, a list of questions. Um, yes, you did. And uh, we're going to run. Th- some of them you gave me answers to. Some of them I expect you're going to wing. Um, yeah. And uh, at the end of it, we're going to go through the panelists, and you're going to give you a one-liner on each of the panelists. So you know, you know, it's not going to be a one-liner. Right? Well, we've got thirty minutes, so speak quick then. All right. Starting off, first question was, "Who are you?" <laughs> I am Manny the Walking Tubervalium, the Shakespearean, the Jens Lehmann, the architect of aggravation. Take your pick, bro. Take your pick. I'm I'm pretty sure I fit under one of those umbrellas for some people. Shakespearean Jens Lehmann. Yeah, so <laughs> so Shakespearean in terms of because I write a lot of poetry and and you know spoken word and stuff like that so that uh, that's the shakespearean part and you know how jens Lehmann was an absolute nutcase so yeah mr angry oh he was a madman i loved him as a jens Lehmann. you know i mean not only was he a great keeper but he was an absolute psycho so yeah that kind of that kind of fits that kind of um describes me to some respect i think uh, and just to clarify a walking tub of valium yeah so you, you know what there's this there's this misconception about me right and i, I think it's, it's it's simply because of how i come across on social media right which is very aggressive very confrontational and very um angry <laughs> yeah but 95 percent of the time i just sit in total silence and i'm just relaxed and calm so yeah, there's, there's that misconception about me. I'm just putting that out there. But you have to be you have to be around me outside of you know an Arsenal setting to actually see it. You know, Arsenal is the other five percent. Trust I've, me. I've seen it. I've seen it. Exactly. So you can believe it. it. It's amazing what whiskey can do to you. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like like but people would have to be around me otherwise to be like, yeah, you're full of shit. Like you're not like that at all. But yeah. <laughs> The next question was, what do you do? At the moment, nothing, which is really frustrating. So I was working in um in project management uh, for the NHS. Um, obviously, I left that, well, my contract ran out, actually, um, which is annoying. So at the moment, I'm looking to get back into that. Um, I enjoyed being involved in, in a project and actually being in the thick of things and doing, you know, doing the budget tracking and, and hosting events and doing stuff like that. So I enjoyed that. Um, so I'm looking at doing that in, in a legal setting because I do have a law degree, so, which is crazy if you think about it. 
you know, crazy people shouldn't be allowed to have low degrees, but there you go. <laughs> they give degrees out to everybody these days, don't they? No, they don't. It was a, Fergus, it was hell doing that, doing that degree. It was Where did you do hell. it? Uh, at London South Bank over in okay. um, Elephant Castle. It was, okay. it was, it was four years of hell, especially my, my final year where imagine I've got to do, um, my dissertation right, and I've got three weeks and I've got a month to hand it in, but I've got a bacterial infection, you know, cause I've come back from five days of, of drinking over in Spain. So I've come back with this illness and I've got a week to hand in 10,000 words, a bibliography everything right and i've only done the intro and a bit of research so for a whole week it was sleepless nights countless countless cases it was pure hell I, oh I'm, I'm so glad that's over and okay so you got a law degree and what was your intention i i i, I myself i never went to university i went straight into yeah. the working world I, I i and i see people taking degrees in i don't know crocheting and whatever whatever <laughs> subjects that they do and then they come out and they end up being i don't know a barman or they end up being you know a salesman I, you took a law degree what was your intention yeah. to be be a lawyer it was you know the irony of it is i wanted to be involved in contract law you know so that was what my dissertation was about um so i wanted to be involved in there in, in that sort of field but once i left union obviously you know doing random jobs for like a couple of years i finally ended up working for the ministry of justice so i was around you know like lawyers and solicitors all the time and they're the worst people like honestly i've struggled i've struggled to meet an, an actual solicitor or lawyer who's actually a good person they're a bunch of dickheads you so, haven't met my brother dermot <laughs> no, I, haven't, I haven't met any of your brothers um but uh, they're, they're just a, they're just miserable bunch of dickheads i i i couldn't be around that you know hence hence the nhs move okay uh, i i disagree because dermot's actually a great laugh so and it's a great name as well being an irish name don't you think so yeah, yeah okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's your favorite player ah so for, so for years it was it was my fellow countryman you know Thierry Henry, but over the years like it's got to be Dennis Bergkamp. It's got to be the non-flying Dutchman. He done. He did some things on that pitch that I still look back on now. I'm like, how? You know, he he just Newcastle goal. Oh my god! I want I want a fiver for that. I'll never forget that goal. All right, because it was um I had a history. We were in history, right? And our history teacher, Mister Rome, check the irony. Um, he used to put bets on. Right, whoever whoever can can get the correct score wins a fiver. So the game for that weekend was Newcastle versus Arsenal. That's it, two 0 So obviously, you know, I'm flicking through teletext because that's what it was. That's how I used to check the scores was teletext. And uh, page one of fifty two. I need to sit there for ages when to come around. For ages, right? So I'm flicking through teletext and I saw that we won two 0 But obviously, I'm waiting for match of the day on ITV right before we moved to BBC. So I'm waiting for match of the day on ITV. When I saw that goal, right? Obviously, you couldn't you couldn't rewind it back then. But I was so confused for so long as to how he actually did that, and I fully believe that he meant it. He definitely meant it. Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt. You do know that 
match of the day used to always be on BBC and only moved for a short period to ITV. Listen, I'm not like I'm not ancient like you. Okay, that's not that old. You just probably didn't understand la- the language, did you? Because you're not from here, are you? You're not from London. No, I'm not. I'm a I'm a, I'm a Parisian. So I'm from Paris originally. Pepe Le Pew. Oh God, <laughs> leave it out, will you? So what w- what was it like coming over to London um, and uh, from France and mm. known French football? Um, how did you end up supporting Arsenal? So it's like two questions in one. So I never followed uh, French football at all. The football that I was that I was exposed to at that at that age was Serie A. Just for whatever reason, Serie A was really popular in those days. And I don't know if you I don't know if you got to watch the BT Sport movie about about Serie A, but when I saw it, I can tell it was it was a lot. It was it was about the football, but then there was there was the other side of it as well where it was the, you know it was funny and it was light-hearted so it really invited people to to sit down and watch it you know besides the football um so Serie A was like my first exposure to to football I wasn't really interested to be fair it wasn't until I came to the UK I came to the UK the same summer as 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 our uh, as our old manager all right as our and old a bit manager, of respect so. that's good yeah, yeah, yeah I had to, You're I had learning. to, mm, You're learning. Mm, whatever. Wax on, wax off. Whatever. Fuck on, whatever. fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I came over the, the same summer as, as him, and obviously it was all over the, the newspapers, and it, it was everywhere. So, um, I re- I'll never forget it. We'll, I don't we'll rem- get- remember the headline, Manny Who? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But obviously, I'm I'm young, you know. I was young and obviously six years old, and then I'm impressed by everything. So I'm seeing the name Arsenal, and I'm seeing the name Arsenal. I'm like, Ooh, like what? What's the, what's the connection here? I didn't fully understand, you know, what was going on, but I liked it, right? I liked the connection, and I liked the fact that he, you know, he was French and he was here, and he was wearing big glasses, and his name was Arsenal and Arsenal, and I liked the mesh and I liked red. So it was just natural for me to go, oh, okay, I'm gonna go over here. But it wasn't until some years later that, you know, you grow up and I started to learn. And then the football banter in, in primary school was starting to kick in, you know, when I was in, what, year five? Because, like, two of my closest mates at the time were Tottenham fans. All right. So I understood, I fully understood what the rivalry was from our friendship. Just, it was a yeah, crazy time. <laughs> and so uh, you've moved to London. Did you yeah. visit... The the Highbury? Did you visit oh. the Emirates? I'm actually gutted because I never got to go to Highbury. Um, I always wanted to go, but I never had anyone to take me. You know, so all the, all of my brothers, we're, we're all Arsenal fans. Um, but obviously we were all too young for anyone to really take us. You know, so never got to go to Highbury. Um, still the biggest regret ever. But I have been to the soulless, you know, carpet, which is the Emirates. You know, I've been a few times. My first time being the FA Cup. Was it the FA Cup game or was it the League Cup game uh, versus Leighton Orient? Uh, that was that was that was when it was full of Spurs fans supporting Orient, and they're the upper and lower tier at the clock end. Uh, that was the FA Cup. It was the FA Cup. I remember it was freezing. It was. It oh, was. 
god it was freezing um i'll never forget i remember i was sitting in 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 the wrong seat because me and my brothers were scattered all over the place and i was sitting in the wrong seat and a bunch of danish fans came and you know they go this is our seat i'm like okay cool and for the whole game i could just hear them you know just just waxing lyrical about nicholas bentner and i just wanted to throw a 2p at their head because i I couldn't stand bentner Um, the lord oh the lord of crap he He scored that goal he'll always be a hero the one against Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, mm, he won't always be a hero because he's an absolute twat. I mean, Adebayo scored against Tottenham. Yeah, but there he goes go. washes ele- elephants, doesn't he? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. It should have been you. It should have been you. Shot in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, um, what other sports or stuff are you interested in? It like... Oh, dude, I love UFC, man. I love a bit of like, mixed martial arts. I love seeing people... I love seeing people just get hurt, right? I love seeing violence on TV. Right? I'm, I call it, I'm a bit... I'm a bit... A bit of a sadist in, in that respect. Um, so I love UFC. Um, love mixed martial arts. Boxing, not so much. Because I find, I find it... The, the whole holding and then... The whole stuff is it's just boring to me. So I'll watch the big it's fight. Slow, it's slower than MMA is. No, I don't do I don't do MMA or UFC or any of those. You uh, should. Nah. You yeah. should. I think you would like it. I think you would like it. It's an art form, right? It's not just two people going in there and they're beating the crap out of each other. There's 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 the science to this. Right? You so, you sa- you sound like Colin now. You know the guy you met in the pub the other week. Uh, who? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He talks about it. It's 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 an art, and it's this and it's that. Mm. It is an art. Okay, it is an art. You need to sit down and you need to watch it when you've got two guys and then they're doing the wrestling aspect of it, which is the ground game, and you see them jostling for position, and you see all the little, the, all the little movements that they're doing to try to gain an advantage. But it's fascinating. All right, so I love to sit there and actually watch it and analyze it and and. Yeah, it's 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 great stuff. You should watch it. Like you should watch at least one fight. I think you'd like it. Does dubset count as a sport? <laughs> you, it depends on it depends on how you look at it. It depends on how you look at it. So it it's like fucking it's, chaos to me. It is chaos, and it is so 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 taxing. That's the best cardio you will ever get. Because you're what it's 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 a ray for like six hours, all right, and 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 you're moshing and it's it's sweaty and it 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 requires a lot of energy. It requires a, a shit ton of energy. So so that's where all your energy goes. And then when you do the podcast, you just you've got no energy. That's <laughs> a lie. Okay, that's a lie. Because now you're when I talk about Arsenal, I'm so passionate, right, about about Arsenal. Hence the way I come across, right. Which is, if any, if people don't know, because I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't know, I on social media. This is how this is how I met you know Fergus was on social media, and that was because I could not shut up, right, about how I felt about a previous manager and the team at the time. I wouldn't stop, right. Not only was I persistent, I would pick a fight with anyone because I'm very. I'm you started fighting with it. yourself once. No, I didn't. It felt like it. <laughs> no, I didn't. It was always I was always ready to go, right? Because because people were ready to have a go, and I'm one of those people. If you're gonna have a go at me, you you better 
come swinging because I swing hard, right? So the amount of times I almost got kicked off, you know, to our social media platform and, and the amount of times I've had, you know, people block me and then people call me all types of names. I don't really care, to be fair. And what did I do instead? Oh, you're like... Oh, well, how, how how can I dis- how can I describe you? Like you're like normally say fossil and old and shit like that. Well, you are like you know, but the, then you've got like that sort of Mister Miyagi sort of thing going on, where it's like you you need to use your energy differently. Where it was like, how many times did you pull me over and just go like, you need to you need to chill? And I'm so combative when it comes to us, and I'm like, I I'm not your fights, didn't I? Say what? I said, pick your fights and yeah, but- you, use it, use it, use it more to your advantage. Draw them in and then fucking take them out. Well, I, I do that when I do sports. All right, so beyond watching UFC, I played I played rugby and I did Muay Thai and I did boxing. So that that's more of my style when it comes to playing sports. But for this, when it comes to something that I've you know that I'm so invested in and that I love so much, that really went out the window. It really did. I didn't see it. I was just more, all right, you're, you're annoying me. We have a different we have a difference of opinion, but I want to understand your opinion, right? For me to be able to gain an understanding, what is your opinion? And most of the time their opinion came across and it wasn't an opinion at all. So they got me frustrated. Yeah, so, yeah, I should have been kicked off a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. Instead, instead, it led to this uh, strange friendship that we've all uh, developed ourselves over gunsandyellowribbons.com. Um, so you joined me on, and Mike on the podcast, I think, about week seven. Uh, I think it's when, yeah, and you're now doing, well, you in the future, you're going to do some more for the, the blogs on the website, but you're doing study at the minute, I know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how have you found it? You know, talk talk to me a bit about it. I like it. Like, first of all, to be to be a part of it, you know, it's awesome because, I, you know, you see so many different, you know, Arsenal podcasts and then so many Arsenal fans are having a voice now. So the the, the reason why you want to be on the, on the podcast in the first place is because I was the biggest voice you know, on, on, on our platform, it was like, all right, you, I've got to get this guy on here and let's just, let's just talk about it. Um, you were in- introduced as controversial Manny, first of all. Well, yeah, because I still think some of my views are controversial to a degree, but now that we've moved on, you know, it is less so. I still have the odd moment, but obviously, you know, what we it's went through the last moment, two years. A Ramsey oh, moment. Oh, God, those, those two... Those two guys really wind me up. They it's wind like that's, me up. It's, it's like that song, I'll get knocked down, but I get up again. Uh, and if, <laughs> rather than a whiskey drink and a vodka drink, it's a shaka drink and a Ramsey oh, drink. Oh, they, they frustrate me. They really, really do frustrate me. So the, the, the controversial side come out, comes out, you know, occasionally, but there has to be something on the line for it to come out nowadays. Whereas the last two years, oh, man. You, you go back and to the people listening. Go back and listen to our early podcasts, and and you will see like what I'm talking about. The quality yeah, isn't great, and some of them. <laughs> quality isn't great, but the content is like what I was so. I needed the old regime to end, otherwise I would have gone crazy over here. Honestly, I think uh, we're all in that position, including the man himself. So, whatever. Mm. So, what are you making of the new regime since you were so anti the end? Uh, so, so you, 
because you wanted the old regime to end so much, what do you make of the mm. new regime? Loving it. Loving it. All I wanted, like, really and truly, is for Arsenal to do well and to benefit. Right? And Arsenal wasn't benefiting at all from having, you know, old tactics and having the same voice and having fans were at each other's throats. It was toxic. It was horrible. I went to the protests, right? And then people forgot what the protests were actually about. They made the protest about one person, whereas it was about Arsenal as a whole, right? The person at the helm at the time was the easier target because what happens with the team is his responsibility. Not what happens above him, but what happens with the team, the tactics, the players and, and everything else. We were failing, right? Hence the, hence the protests. Fergus, it was toxic. It was horrible. You had people spitting. I was there. Out. I was in the stands. Oh my God. It I, was... didn't, I didn't do any of the, the march and protests. I just didn't. No, because I, I understood why you didn't want to. But for me, I was like, I, I can't take any more of this. I, I can't. So I had to go out there and just voice my opinion because I don't go to games. Right? So I don't go to, to games. I don't really like crowds too much. I, I've gone to the odd game. Um, but normally I, I like to, to watch it at home and be in my own space because... It's just how I like it. Um, but it got so toxic. It was, you know, fans not going to games and then the team just looked disjointed and not interested. So everything just went stale and I couldn't take it anymore. So now the new regime has come. Some of the players are, are, are jumping on board and the fans are, are into it again. And you actually want to watch Arsenal, you, I can't wait for Arsenal to play Bournemouth right? because you just want to see the team and you want to see what's what's going to happen next. Whereas even fans like like you, Fergus, or loyal fans who go to games week in, week out or try to, you did at one point you were like, I'm, I'm not going to go because I can't. I walked, you know exactly- I walked out at Wembley uh, when we got smashed by Man City in the League Cup final. Yeah. And I went to very, very few games uh, by the end of the season. I, I prearranged to go to the Man United game with my brother because uh, he's a Man United fan. Um, and then I uh, done the Europa League, the uh, Atletico semi-final. Uh, and then obviously the announcement was made and I'd done Burnley and so off, um, so Wenger off. Uh, and that was an emotional day uh, for lots of reasons because it's a big change for the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether, you, whether you like the guy or not, it's still, I think the way Arsenal done it is just exudes the class that Arsenal are um yeah if you, if you say so um for me it was four years too late had he oh, uh, the timing I'm not saying oh. I'm not saying the timing was right or wrong I'm just saying mm. the way we, we we said goodbye no no, no I, I get that but for me you know what I, I would have had he left after Hull I would have given him the biggest send-off Ever and then for most people hearing that they'll be like, "What? But you slated him for so long." Yes, I did, because of how it got, because of how bad it got. You know, had he left off the hole after bringing the trophy back to the Emirates after, you know, the the long, what was it, nine nine years, nine ten years, and then the yeah. media and the media love reminded reminding us of it. You know, that would have been the perfect moment, and we had a team there. That we could have built, that we could have built on. I think Ozil came, and then we got you know Sanchez. That was the team we could have built on, but he stayed, and he made things worse. And the club got went into complete disarray. It was horrible, and the the banter I got from it, Jesus Christ! Yeah, it, it just it needs to happen. It needs. I would have said Chelsea, but we 
don't go. In, uh, we won't go down that route because otherwise we will have a, a, a an no. argument. Yeah, I can see the argument for Hull. I can see the argument for 2010. I can see the argument for Chelsea. But uh, he definitely overstayed what he should have stayed. Listen, you join us on the Guns and Yellow Ribbons podcast, uh, and we are joined by various people over the time. It originally was myself and Mike to start it off. Then you came along. Uh, then we got Scunny. We got Big Steve and Johnny. I'm going to ask you in one sentence. Give me, uh, you can try, in one sentence, I'm going to read out a, a panellist's name and you're going to tell me in one sentence a little bit about them. Okay. We'll start with uh, Johnny from the Food Bank. Johnny, like you, when I, I saw Johnny like for the first time, his, his, his face doesn't match his voice, whereas he's got a very you know you say the wrong thing i will batter you sort of face but his voice is actually very calm and soothing when he talks on the podcast it's it's a very calm like it doesn't he rarely raises his voice um which is really cool to be fair um enjoyable enjoyable to listen to or johnny big steve oh do you want to hear something crazy so 8th of November 2012, me and Big Steve were at the same concert, about three or four people to the left of me. Steve was there, and I was like, you know, obviously to his right. We were at the same concert six years ago, and I had no idea until I posted something on Twitter and he responded. And he was like, oh, I was there too. So, small world and all of that. Um, Steve's hilarious. I don't even think he realizes it. Uh, Scotty Mike <laughs> Oh Scotty We go to battle uh, all the time Our resident northerner No we don't have No you don't have a battle Alright Scotty get get out from the, the Fergus trap Please um, Scotty's another one Who Doesn't realise How funny he actually is He says things And the way he says them right, Makes it so much For, for me anyway makes it so much funnier to listen to uh, a great addition to to the team Boston Ozil Mike uh, <laughs> you, you know you know what me and, and Boston Ozil clash so much right? because our, our, our opinions are so different alright and then you Fergus actually had a go at me Right for for um what he perceived as me attacking, um Boston Ozil over his rating of Xhaka, um in the Wolves game, and I didn't attack him. Okay, I just gave my opinion like I usually do. Okay, in your usual <laughs> non diplomatic way. Oh my God, I don't do diplomacy. Okay, I, Obviously. I just <laughs> I don't do diplomacy. I just I just go straight in, and it's. You wouldn't expect any different from me, but we have different, you know, a difference of opinion. But it doesn't. Um, how how can I best describe Mike? Because he's another one who's who's very relaxed and he knows what he to what he talks about. I just like having a go at him, right? From from time to time, just because, all right, just because I like to, because he's American, 
All right, and because he goes missing like Ozil, so I like having a go at him. But it's all it's all in jest. It's it's all fun. Um, I'm looking forward to the day he comes back on the podcast. I can start having a go at him again. And when he does come over to the UK, which I think he will at some point, yeah, he's looking I'm, to try and do January. Oh, I'm looking forward to actually like looking at him dead in the eyes, like sitting down like over beers or cranberry juice, all right, and actually having a conversation. I'm looking forward to that day, like because yeah, it's gonna be fun. And finish off then on the old fossil. Oh, the Irish poor Merson. <laughs> the butcher himself. The the butcher of Dublin. I'm not from uh, Dublin. You what? I'm not from Dublin. Well that's that's you've never told me where you were from, so I'm just gonna say Dublin, okay? Athlone. It's an island. Athlone. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna Google, Google that. I'm gonna Google that later on. Um I would say the the mediator and and the nag at the same time. The amount of times you've had like a, a go at me for stuff. Like it's I, I wonder sometimes, like like are you a parent? Or do, or are you just like a, a thorn in my backside? Like you just have a go at me over everything. <laughs> Absolutely everything. But I think that that trying to rein me in is is you've done a good job of that to some respect. I need a medal. I've got someone from from running on on my wall. I need one a Manny medal. <laughs> <laughs> like you've done a, a a decent job of it, um, not to some respect, but I think even you, like you've come to the conclusion that there's certain things that you can't like rein in at all. Um, you, you, so, can't, you can't stop people's personalities, but you can you can give no. people. You know, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt for shouty man. So um, yeah. Yeah, you can no, you can no, just pass him, pass on the good things. Yeah, giving me a lot of a lot of advice, and then some of the stuff I've taken on. Um, I am your chief tormentor, and I will keep on being that because you deserve it. But at the same time, don't think some of the things that you have said and some of the advice that you have given has gone unnoticed and unappreciated. Fine, okay, Manny, that's yes, a quick sir. half hour. Yeah, it went really quickly, um, but. We said half an hour. We said oh. half an hour. We done it. Thanks very much, mate. You've been listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, Gooner to Gooner with Manny. Um, this will be posted on gunsandyellowribbons.com. Enjoy it and up the Arsenal. Thanks for listening to Guns and Yellow Ribbons, an Arsenal podcast by Arsenal fans for Arsenal fans. Follow us on Facebook at Guns and Yellow Ribbons or Twitter at Guns and Ribbons, and remember to rate and review us too.